0: What's up, my people? Welcome to Fellowship Bible Church's Sermon Spotlight, where we're coming at you each and every week with a fresh weekend to debrief in an effort to send biblical truth. What better way to do that than by the power of conversation? I am your only host uh, for this episode, Caleb Pearson. Joining me, uh, some special guests. I'll introduce uh, the man to your far right, my far left, uh, Jim Poole, Associate Pastor of Global Missions. Jimbo, how are you? Doing good. Good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you for being here. Uh, Joining us for the first time on this podcast here in the middle, uh, Mr. Juan Delgado. Juan, how are you? I'm doing good. Very good. Thank you. Thank One you of our uh, global church partners here with us for the week. So wanted to invite them on. Uh, if you were here at Fellowship over the weekend, you, you kind of saw it was a little bit different of a service. We, we finished our series in Acts over the last several months. Uh, but we have our global church partners here in town. Uh, a lot of fun stuff happening this week. Uh, but since they're already here, we talked with Jim and Juan and their willingness to kind of come on. And so I'd love to hear from both of you briefly, just kind of since you're new to this this podcast anyway, introduce yourself, uh, your your involvement with FBC or, or your local church. Uh, and then we'll we'll jump into some stuff. so jim, we'll we'll start with you.
1: Okay? Yeah, well, like you said, uh, my name is Jim Poole and i've been married for 26 years now Have two uh, fine young men i will say that uh you know excitedly and uh proud dad Uh, shout out to henry and calvin 18 year old (laughs) and uh, i've actually been involved with uh with fbc since i was in high school so i oh wow that's about the age of age Mm. of the boys so yeah i've been here a long time it was 150 uh, people when uh, when we uh, first started coming here. So a long time, yeah. Uh, history with the church has been great. <clears throat>
0: it's yeah. awesome. Very cool.
1: Juan, tell us a little bit about about you.
2: Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I'm 41 years old. I'm married to Tirsa uh, Delgado, yeah. and uh, we both have seen his kids kids grow, and I think that kind of like goes with along with with. Uh, our partnership, but mm-hmm. sure, my wife a lot longer than than me have been seeing that like a relationship with the uh, with the church. But um, we live in Ecuador. We uh, past. I, I'm a pastor in a church in Cuenca, Ecuador. Uh, Cuenca is the third largest city in Ecuador, and um, we've been there for 15 years. Um, I'm also. Serving with the Quichua pastors, which is a large community, indigenous community hmm. that um, we work with. And uh, we're serving with uh, around 70 pastors that we hmm. meet every month. And um, we're growing along with them. Yeah. And it's uh, really
0: exciting. Awesome. So you said you've been there 15 years. 15 years as the Pastor of the church. Okay, yes. cool. Is that when the partnership with FBC started for you, or, or what did that look like when?
2: No, before. Sure. Before that. Okay. Um, I graduated uh, seminary when I was, um, uh, oh, well, I'll, I'll tell the, the years more than my age. <laughs> yeah. uh, in 2007, I graduated from seminary. But um, I think the influence or what uh, got how God used uh, His word through someone related to FBC was way before that. Hmm. Uh, someone, uh, my father-in-law, now he gave me the papers to go to study to okay. to Rio Grande Bible Institute, and he kind of like introduced me to Grace uh, Message, hmm. um, and um, it and started. Brought you, brought you to a conference here brought and, me to a conference here after I graduated were, from uh, RGBI. but you, you know what uh, you something something happened before that uh-huh. because in the church that where I, I I got to know the Lord in in Cuenca, it was a Baptist church that uh, my father-in-law was kind of like sharing.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, then a group of of teenagers from FBC came mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in that time I remember, my uh, Scott Newell okay. and yeah. um, other, other, uh, other people came, but sure. a, a group of kids came that time. And then we, we made good friendship, and they knew that I was studying in the seminary, and they, then they invited me to come here. Okay. And then that, that was the first time I came to the church. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, I, I, by that time, I have heard from Tim... Mike Manigal studies that I've done before that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but that was the first time I met him and that was the first time I came to the church kind of like in an incognito
0: (laughs) (laughs) so it sounds like relationships were already built by the time you even came to this building or got to learn more about you know Winchester and and the people here exactly that's awesome so Jim one thing I wanted to ask you was if you'd be willing to Talk about these global missions core values, these six sure. things, and and then we'll, we'll love to get your perspective on that as well. But even of as course. you're hearing him tell this story, you, you gotta assume that's what we'd like to hear. The relationships being built by the right. time by the time he comes to Winchester, you said we invited him to a mm-hmm. conference, he had already been connected with the church for a right. while,
1: right? Yeah. So uh, like Mark went through the enduring relationships for that kind of uh, undergird our 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 global missions program that we have. I'll take them a little bit out of order. Sure. But I think, cause, cause, one of them that's really important to us is enduring relationships. And that's exactly mm-hmm. like what we're talking about. Um, and, and now that we're talking about it, like, um, so we were talking the other day, the two of us that, uh, one and tear said they have two girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tullua is five and Sadie's almost two. She's Two and a half, two and, a half. Mm-hmm. and so, um, you know watching like and you guys have known henry and calvin since they were little mm-hmm. and so now we know their kids when they're little and so yeah. we're talking about you know rachel and i and our church being able to watch uh too and sadie and maybe mm-hmm. you know maybe more kids if god wills uh, to, to grow up so mm-hmm. one of those important relationships you know is our uh, values that we have in global missions is enduring relationships
2: I, I don't know if you remember this but the first time you took us to your house uh you had laid on the on the table a map that's right with pictures <laughs> and um, one of the pictures was us uh-huh yeah and um i don't know if it was that the first first time but i remember that yeah. with your yeah. kids
1: yeah and um i still have that up in my office at home yes it, it greatly needs to be updated <laughs> really really bad um, all of the pictures are, are really outdated yeah but, yeah but yeah that's one of the Sure. big uh you know big core values for us in global missions is enduring relationships mm-hmm. and um you know like, like mark mentioned as well this past sunday was christ focused mm-hmm. and you know he brought out that point in terms of christ focused and we can get so distracted in so many different areas mm-hmm. to be you know focusing on different other areas of ministry and then even in our in, in teaching to not be christ-centered mm-hmm. in our teaching and so from our perspective here that's that's a really another important value is it has to be christ-centered so from you juan yeah like you're no I, 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 you I want to
2: jump there because um like i i can paint a picture yeah, better if i yeah, yeah. kind
1: of like share
2: what has happened you know it's it's always pointing back to who are who you are in christ and that's has been our, our friendship and our relationship with mm-hmm. when we talk about how the things go in the church or how we are doing personally. Mm. It's going back to, okay, where who we are in, in Christ and what He is doing. So that, that Christ-centered relationship that we have, mm-hmm. it's very important and um, that goes along with the other <laughs> yeah. uh, core ba- values. Mm-hmm. Because without the, a biblical teaching, mm-hmm. you cannot have uh, sure. a, a Christ-centered mm-hmm. uh, uh, relationship or view of, of life or anything, you know. So I think um, mm-hmm.
1: that is very important. Yeah. And then moving on, um, the, the next one there that, that Mark mentioned as well was Holy Spirit-led. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, that's been a really important value and a principle for us at Global Missions for years. And we really, uh, we really want to be led by the Holy Spirit. And this may sound kind of weird, but I think you understand what we're saying and what, what the meaning behind it is. But when we say Holy Spirit led, to a degree, we don't want to know what we're doing. Mm-hmm because we genuinely want the Holy spirit to be the one that's leading us in what it is that we're doing. Hopefully you get that. Not that we're being irresponsible, right? <laughs> you know, <that laughs> yeah, right. We, you know right. we don't know what, we don't know what we want to be doing, mm-hmm. but to a degree we don't, because we genuinely want mm-hmm. to be, uh, have God leading us and have mm-hmm. the Holy spirit leading us. So then, you know, what does that translate for you on in the field in Ecuador, you know, with your work there, well, there being I'm, Holy Spirit led,
2: an example mm-hmm. of that. Um, uh in 2020 we got robbed uh broken into our house and um uh, they took uh things that uh whatever but the first thing we did after they left and we were able to <laughs> um lose ourselves they, t- they tied you up they they tied us up right um well god allowed one computer in the desk that they didn't see it <laughs> mm. And the first thing we did because we didn't have phones or anything it was to open up and we call you on um I think it was on Messenger or something mm-hmm. and we call um Thierse's parents and then call the mother. but um hmm. it was a it was a hard experience but the first thing that happened was like they cannot take uh He cannot take really who we are in Christ. Hmm. And I said I said to these uh thieves, take whatever you want. Don't hurt my my family, don't hurt us. Take whatever you want, take everything. And um I think that um, a good example of this spirit this uh uh Holy Spirit led relationship that we have is that uh the problem was there, the need was there, and uh they didn't doubt FBC didn't doubt of helping us. Mm. They just did it. Mm. You know? And uh that's one example, but other ones is you trust the Lord and you work where, where there's a need mm-hmm. and where, where god is working well you know? it's
0: cool to hear both of you affirm this idea the holy spirit led and, and jim's point of we, we don't want to know exactly what we're doing because if you're not careful with this whole ministry thing especially mm-hmm. with a church this size mm-hmm. we could orchestrate the holy spirit right out of it exactly we could come up with our own model our own yep. system and say boom 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 mm-hmm. but we a- always have to remind ourselves the, the lord leads here and, and you're saying so cool to hear. you said you called him Like, how cool is that, that after this all went down, you were able to let us... I remember when this happened, and I think we even got some footage, or you shared this story for us, and I think we put it in the service. But you were not without relationship in Christ. Mm -hmm. Christ was with you the whole time. Mm And then after it happened, there was an immediate, you know almost a, a beacon call back to us, say, hey, by the way, like this happened, mm-hmm. you know, be, be praying for us. And, and I'm sure our team here was sure. able to mobilize. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to pray for you and we're, and we're going to help you. Yep. Um, that, that's so cool to see. Like, people always wonder, what does the body of Christ mean and look like?
1: Right. That's what it looks right. like. Mm-hmm. That's what it means. And part of the body, uh, one a family in, in this body um, said, hey, do you guys have a security system? And mm. uh, says, hey, we want to help you get a security system. Wow! And so somebody in here gave the Delgado's funds to mm-hmm. uh, install security huh. system with video cameras and things like that on their house, so that they would. So yeah, the body life, you know, working yeah. together within the local church you know, yeah. down to Ecuador.
0: Even the way you're saying mm-hmm. that, somebody within the body, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. I don't know who they are. Right. And
1: whoever they are, they're
0: not. You know, here's what I did, but it's just I don't even know. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I think that's great. God right? is in yeah. control. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: so cool. That's Holy Spirit, uh, lit. It, right? That's Holy Spirit. Amen. Lit. Amen. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah so biblically based mm-hmm. uh, was another one that Mark mentioned uh, this past Sunday and um, you know that really there are all these are working together you know Christ centered Holy Spirit led biblically based I mean, we have to we have to have our foundation based you know in the scriptures mm-hmm. I mean there, mm-hmm. there's no other foundation that is there that's you know gonna hold up that's gonna gonna, gonna stand uh, and give us the security that we need when we're going through difficult times, whether it's robbery or difficult family situations, or ministry, ministry situations, or health situations. I mean, it has to be uh, biblically based. It mm-hmm. cannot be compromised. I mm-hmm. mean, there's no other option. Whatever, <laughs> however, I want to define it in terms mm-hmm. of the value and the importance mm-hmm. yeah. of being biblically based uh, as a as a global missions ministry here at the church. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's it. That's the way it's got to be. You
2: know that. Um, this week that we've been here, uh, we found the old camera that we gave to to our daughter Tallulah, and um, I turned it on, and it had a picture of the first time you went to visit us with Rachel uh, mm-hmm. in our house, both of us sharing. <laughs> I was translating for him, yeah. and um, I I don't think there's could be anything that will last if we don't go through the word sure (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and that's that's something that we have in common Mm -hmm. without this you know we are from different countries we think we see things different Mm -hmm. and it cannot last Mm -hmm. but our our relationship it's based because we grow together and for us it's been great Mm -hmm. This, this is what uh uh how do you say, join yeah us, yeah, yeah, keep us, us keep us yeah. Uh, together,
1: yeah, It's him, yeah, yeah, so when we get together, whether it's uh, you know taking trips to Ecuador, taking trips to uh, places in Africa, taking trips to places in Asia, you know we're we're studying together. we are we're opening up the Word of God. we are mm-hmm. just we're going through it, um, you know, verse by verse through books of the Bible, mm-hmm. we're going through it. You know story by story through the old testament seeing god reveal himself you know throughout history but it's you know clearly got to be biblically based on because I mean, yeah. if not we're just wasting our time sure you absolutely know, what's, yeah. what's the point yeah. you know?
2: and so, i am one of the examples of many others that we are here this yeah. week mm-hmm. that's right is the same yep mm. yeah 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 exactly Good.
0: right yeah what's the difference between? Being, being FBC dependent or, or biblically dependent or even being dependent on our own church. I mean, we, we have different kind of levels or stages of churches we work with, but hopefully— regardless of the stage hey we're, we want to point you to the word as, right. as we're being pointed to the word and and that's where the humility of it all comes in and and i'm sure you and scott many times have been able to share stories of like we don't have it figured out no. in the u.s sure. <laughs> you know, we're yeah. all we're all trying to rely on god to figure out what in the world this is going to look like so that's right
1: yeah, yeah we're all learning and growing together yeah mm-hmm. no matter where we are here in town across the states or mm-hmm. across across the globe yeah we really genuinely are we're all learning and growing together Mm -hmm. yeah another one that we talked about was a leadership development Mm -hmm. and um, that is also very very important uh, to us in terms of our core values with uh, with global missions Mm -hmm. and we want to see because God works through church leadership you know he doesn't work through just one sole pastor leading the church on his own Mm -hmm. you know again biblically based leads to seeing what the scriptures say about leadership development which then leads us to you know, the plurality of elders and the plurality of leaders. So uh, working with leadership development, uh, developing leaders beyond just one person who in turn can teach other leaders Mm-hmm. really important to us in the global mission so
0: what does that look like in ecuador for leadership development and and you mentioned earlier in your story you kind of got exposed to grace teaching or all these different things what what does it look like to be exposed to the way our, our church operates or the way okay if we're growing a church how, how does raising up leaders
2: well you cannot uh, kick the first person that uh, gets mad or something <laughs> you have to be patient mm-hmm and um mm. know that uh, god's faithful with us sure <laughs> and uh, that has happened in our church in Cuenca. It's, it's it's happening little by little um we'll have to make another podcast to explain <laughs> sure. what it means <laughs> to yeah. wait for that yeah. but um mm. no it's it's grace it's great to 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 be able to share with others, you know, uh, I've been sharing with uh, Quechua pastors. For those who who don't know, have a a clue of what that is <laughs> in Ecuador. Uh, one of the largest um, indigenous community is the Quichuas. and they represent about three million uh, people in whole Ecuador. They it's a it's a large group, and um, in Within this group, we work with an organization that works in one of the provinces that they uh, work with 800 pastors. Hmm. And we work with, uh, out of those 800, with around 70 to 100 pastors. Hmm. And um, we've been sharing with them for about eight years. But at the beginning, it was like, like if, if you are talking to stones, <laughs> sure, <laughs> that, that was how much okay. answer you had. Mm. Uh, but God works and yeah. uh, it's so great to see them now so excited to, to trust the Lord and mm-hmm. and them are bringing more kids, more, more people. <laughs> mm. For years, uh, they were just old, old pastors I, mm. they, they could be my grandparents, mm. many of them. But now, they are bringing new people yeah. so they are training they are they they know they see the value of bringing others to the word to study to to grow together and uh, that's what i'm saying 70 to 100 mm-hmm. because every time they bring someone new oh, yeah. from their churches they are not just uh, waiting on on mm-hmm. anything but they're saying, you are going to take the place, so come over here and hear, yeah, and listen, awesome. you know. So it's, then it, it's exciting,
1: yeah, yeah. And then you did the same thing this week and mm-hmm. coming here. So you're giving the example mm-hmm. of working with the indigenous people group of the Quichua, and so you have brought with you the Lozano family, yes, who is in the church in Cuenca, Lucho and his wife Gabby. So mm-hmm. Lucho is one, he's a key guy with you now. Mm-hmm. the church in Cuenca and so you're developing so you're seeing God raise him up as a leader you know after you spend the time with him he's you know Uh leadership development Mm -hmm. and this is his first time to our conference here to our global church week so he's the you know the next generation of leader he's here with you this week for the first time yes Mm -hmm. yes that's right that's right and we travel together Um, we serve together
2: at church when there's an issue we go together sure uh, and um, that's where we are growing, learning to do that. And hmm. yeah. yeah, awesome. But Very cool. It, in, in our part is it develops that in different areas. So mm-hmm. uh, with the tears, I worked with the with the ladies, and mm-hmm. it happens the same thing. Sure, they have the same opportunity to grow between them and help each other as mm-hmm. as women and. And it's, um, it's nice to see that. Mm. But without the other core values, just bringing someone along mm-hmm. it doesn't work. That's right. <laughs> sure. That's right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it all speaks to that importance then of, of the local church, that, that context we're in that we get to yes. really mm-hmm. understand. Okay. And, and we've been clear about this in every chance we get with our global missions program. Like mm-hmm. It's not about us sending us over to do it all, but, but we try to raise up leaders and establish churches so that everyone on the planet's called to missions it's a matter of where where has god planted you so so jim speak to the importance of local church a little bit and that leads us into the final question why have a global missions week then why expose our local church to all these other all these other churches
1: yeah so the final value there that's very important to us is uh is is the value of the local church and because god god works through the church And so we're not looking to work through just you know one or two individuals in Mm -hmm. a certain location around the globe we're working to you know uh, work through the local church Mm -hmm. because god works through the church and if you think about it you know when paul you know wrote his letters he wrote it to the church in rome the who in corinth not Mm -hmm. to a guy in corinth but Mm -hmm. he wrote it to a church in corinth he wrote it to the church in philippi Mm -hmm. or to the church of the galatians so so I mean, that's just that's the heart of God. The heart of God is the church, and um, so He works through the local church. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So. Yeah, I think um, you can see that when the people at church develop that love for the church, mm-hmm. and um, my kids call many of our brothers, uncles, and aunts oh, yeah. because yeah. they are, in a yeah. sense, they are our family, mm-hmm. and um, we've seen that. Let's go back to that example of when we were robbed. We call them uh, Lucho that is here this week and his wife Gabby came to help us with another couple. They fixed the door, Mm. but they were there that day. So they're a family. It's not something like, okay, let me see if they're busy. No, Mm -hmm. We need you and it's now. Mm. It's so cool.
0: And you, you can't imagine how often even... In winchester we'll get phone calls after something like that might happen but th- but there is no local church involvement and so it's kind of like C- could you help and then it's like well we, we can do our best but w- we don't know who you are right you know and so right. for people to be established in the local church there there's an element of proactivity to it yeah. and of like okay when life hits hard which it will for all of us sure. Yeah, we have a nuclear family, mm-hmm. but if we raise the value of, of God's family, brothers and sisters yeah. in Christ, hopefully that's not just colloquial and we don't just say it, but we mean it and we feel it. That's just right. a great Just yesterday
2: we were in a um, community group, and one of the ladies says, because I told her, you know, it's so great to see you and how you guys are serving in the church. And she's so like, yeah, it's, it's a community group that has... Mm. Uh, showing us it's it's like our little church here and we are so happy Mm. for that Mm. and it it shows sure because they love each other and and it's the love for the church Mm
0: -hmm. that's god's design right it's biblically based that's right
1: Mm. and so for for why we have global church week here every other week and it's in its relation to one of our core values of the local church Is that God is using FBC and global missions in a way that is it's it's hard to put words to I Mm -hmm. mean it's so vast it's so big there's so much going on so many individual people's lives are being impacted so many churches are being impacted around the world by what God's doing through FBC and this particular local church come back to the value of the local church so Every other year, we like to bring as many people here as we can so that people in this church can get the opportunity to talk, visit, rub shoulders, have proximity, spend time with having their homes, people that this church is impacting around the globe. Mm -hmm. So that's the point, is that Mm -hmm. people here in Winchester can have a chance to see and hear what it is that God's doing around the world through this this local church that's that's why we mm-hmm. have this time is for our body mm-hmm. to have opportunity to spend time with the juan delgados and the, the simon yakos and they, you know just mm-hmm. names of you know all the others that are here this week
0: yeah so it's, it's exposure and awareness to what the like, church is doing exactly. i i realized as a young adult wait a second if i'm if i'm giving a financial offering to my local church which i am I'm actually participating in, in missions. Right. I'm, I'm participating in global missions. I'm participating in what the elders have decided to do with with somebody. That's just one example uh, we can give our time as well. And so, man, there is, it's the other side of that coin. Yes, we're a family, but you can also do a lot of stuff you wouldn't have been able to do otherwise. I, I know a lot of people here for, are excited for this week yeah. because they get to meet people from other countries. And, oh, man, I I, I would never be able to go there but but my prayers have been going there That's and right. people I support have been going there and now they're even coming here. And so I, I do love that model. You're alluding to this yeah. every other year. I think on the off years, it still happens, but Elsewhere, we do regional conferences every yes. other year. Okay.
1: So we'll yeah. do like an Asian conference or an African mm-hmm. conference or a Latin American conference. Yeah. on the altar.
0: And I went to one in Malawi in 2018 and I was like, oh, cool. I didn't know what I was getting into. So I'm following Jim on a plane and I'm like, there might be 20, 30 people here. Just a couple pastors, but it was huge. Yeah. The people were bringing people. I, I played with the kids yeah. a yeah. lot of the time. That's like, right. it's like, wow, the body of Christ is rallying behind these things. And I realized the word regional means something different in the state of Virginia than it does in the country of Africa. Yeah, because right. when I realized what that meant, yeah. I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Um, not man, a region yeah. of
1: Virginia, but a region of the world. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But
0: man, that's yeah. so cool. Um, any, any final thoughts from you guys, Jim or Juan, I, I appreciate your time. I know we have a lunch to, to get to as well, but Man, I just think it's so important for, for people to hear this, uh, for people that we're visiting this weekend to see it. And so, yeah, I just want to thank you. I'd like you to just give a
1: shout out to our church and just the people in our church. Mm-hmm. Like we're saying, we're valuing the local church as a mm-hmm. spinal core value. And as one of our missions pastors here, I would just like, number one, to thank God uh, for what God's doing. But then number two, just thank the people um, in our church because um, 20% of the giving and our church does go to global missions, mm-hmm. and if it wasn't for um, the giving and the generosity and the heart of the people um, within our congregation uh, giving, there wouldn't be any uh, global missions. You mm-hmm. know, there wouldn't there wouldn't be half or a quarter of the ministry that that we have um, mm-hmm. going on today that we're able to experience and hear from this week. So ultimately, thankful to the Lord, but also thankful to the people sitting in the chairs of the sure. local body
2: yeah absolutely Uh, on Sunday that I got the chance to pray and I was thinking you know a lack of words to say thanks Mm. to God for his faithfulness Mm. but one verse came coming to keep coming to my mind it was first Corinthians 1 9 he is faithful to Mm. do all of this to do what he has planned to do with the church Mm. he's faithful and he has given us everything to do it. It's awesome. God's faithfulness through eternity. (laughs) That's right.
0: right? Yeah, very good. Juan, thank you for being here, buddy. Thank you for Uh, having me. Yeah, I appreciate it. Jimbo, you're the man. Thanks for coming. Not really. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) As a reminder to our viewers and listeners, you can find us each and every week on your favorite podcast platform. Just type in Sermon Spotlight and we pop right up. The fact of the matter, everybody, is that Sunday services are not meant to just take an hour, but rather transform a lifetime. Until next week, much love, God bless.